Welcome to the Bike Life Podcast by Warm Showers Foundation, where we will be sharing knowledge, experience, tools, and stories of touring cyclists and hosts from around the world. I'm Tauber Lee, the woman behind the scenes at Warm Showers Foundation, the leading platform for cyclists looking for hosts and to connect with a passionate international community. Find out more by visiting us at warmshowers.org. Now, on to the show. Today's guest, Carolyn Stollard, is from New York and is a digital nomad. She's a professor at Brooklyn College and a freelance musician. She did her first big tour two years ago and hasn't looked back since. And I'm super excited to thank Ken Francis today for bringing Carolyn to us to the show to talk a little bit more about her experience. So a big thank you to Ken Francis and a welcome to Carolyn. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm excited to have you here. I always love sharing stories, unique stories of cycle touring, especially with women, because we know that, you know, we don't we don't have as many women on the show, not because of a lack of interest, but just, you know, strictly from those that come forward that want to share. So I just first want to express my my deep gratitude for your willingness to come and talk about all the fun you had and experiences you've had. Absolutely. And in exchange, I don't think there are enough spaces to tell these stories yet. So thank you for mm. providing that space. Mm, thanks for saying that. We we call this our labor of love. We put a lot of time and effort into this podcast from, you know, the recording, the scheduling, the pre-interviews, the, you know, the research, the photos. And I don't know if people actually know this, but to bring this show to you, there's a lot of different pieces that happens from Carolyn's interest to our, you know, pre, pre-meetings and connection and then our, our team of volunteers and staff that, that pitch in to ensure that we get the best sound audio because the amazing thing is we're not sitting across the room from each other although it sounds like we are so many thanks to everyone who makes this happen because we do think this is important we know this is a way our community really interacts and shares so thank you so let's start let's start with you Carolyn tell us a little bit more about you where you're at what's happening in your life at the moment sure so I um, like you said in the introduction I'm a bit of a digital nomad. So I I teach at Brooklyn College, but I teach all remote classes, um, which has given me a lot of freedom to go traveling and start exploring bike touring and other forms of travel. Um, So I just got back from a trip, actually, and am back in New York. And at the moment, uh, if you're watching the video version of this, I'm in a friend's house who painted her walls in this beautiful way. So... um, I'm looking at that. I, I would have originally thought that it was like a painting or a tapestry, but I can see the like light switch. So. Yeah, yeah, this is her actual <laughs> wall. <laughs> so fascinating. I actually mural on my own walls too, so I, I understand it. It's kind of a, it's kind of quite a rush to paint art on walls. It's a anyway that we could go down that rabbit hole. Maybe your friend and I need to talk about wall muraling. Sure. <laughs> um, so you're staying at your friends, and like where where are you currently touring, or have you recently? toured? Um, yeah, so I just did a trip uh, that I, I I do a lot of half planning trips because I, I don't have a job where I have to be somewhere in person. So sometimes I just 
decide, okay, where am I going to go? Let's just figure this out. Um, so I recently did a trip that was originally supposed to be just visiting friends in Belgium and the Netherlands. And I was flying on Aer Lingus. And I learned that if you fly on Aer Lingus, you can do a stopover in Ireland. So I decided to add a little bike tour into my friend reunion adventure. Um, so I went to Ireland for 10 days and I uh, connected with uh, an amazing couple from Warm Showers, Arthur and Nave, and their their children, Roisin and Felix, who are all amazing. And uh, they were incredible. They they're, they don't host a lot, but they offered me a bicycle. I was going to rent a bicycle and then gave me route advice. And I wound up doing this amazing week-long cycle tour through Southern Ireland, mostly through Cork um, and into uh, County Kerry, up into Killarney. Um didn't plan the trip at all, didn't, was just going to figure out when I could rent a bike and see where it took me. And yeah, it became an incredible journey. I love it. I love it. What, what a beautiful way to be able to work and play. And you've like built your life in a way that is joyous and, and still able to, you know, earn, earn an income <laughs> and impact lives. Cause if you're teaching, then you're impacting lives. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So what? how did you get started into cycle touring in the first place? Um, yeah, I've always been a cyclist. My dad's into cycling, so I, I grew up with a bicycle. Um, I remember when I was little, when my parents asked me what kind of car I wanted when I grew up, I said a bicycle. Um, and I always envisioned that I would love to do cycle touring, but it didn't seem very accessible to me for a long time. So I, I only did little trips and commuting on my bike and riding for fun with my dad. Uh, I moved to Brooklyn for grad school and started commuting a lot more and then started getting into the idea of doing slightly longer trips. So I connected um, with this guy, Glenn, who runs Bicycle Shows Incorporated, which does a lot of cycling rides in New York and other places. And I connected with his ride to Montauk as a volunteer and started doing slightly longer rides through him. Um, did my first overnight ride through his trip in, he has a ride in through Amherst, Massachusetts. And then from there, I thought, man, I, there's so many people who do these longer trips. I think I could do this too. And when COVID hit, I thought this is my chance to do that. So uh, my first trip, I decided I was going to ride some of the East Coast Greenway. And I decided to just take the mentality that I had been using for my one one night overnight trip and just apply it to a week. And I got on my bike and rode from New York on the East Coast Greenway to Providence, Rhode Island uh, in one week and used warm showers the whole way. And after that, I was hooked. That was it. Mm. Then I, I didn't look back. Mm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And so when did you do the West Coast? Yeah, so the West Coast was last year. Um, in March of 2022, I decided I needed to do, I needed to really test the boundaries of what being a digital nomad could be. Mm. Um, and I had some, some requirements. I, I'm also a musician and I, I do teach private lessons. And I had a music student at the time who was living in Norway. So we were already doing lessons on Zoom. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do this trip. I'm going to go down 
the part of the Pacific Coast Highway, starting at the top of California and going down to the Mexican border. And I'm going to use warm showers along the way and put in all my requests that I might need a piano if, if there are hosts with the piano around. Um, and it worked amazingly. I found I did find hosts who had pianos and um, the days that I didn't find pianos was also fine. I, I, I stayed with a lot of hosts. I, I did it as a slow trip. It took me almost 40 days um, for that thousand mile journey. I just went slow, enjoyed the, the time. Stayed at a couple campgrounds, stayed with some friends, and mostly just stayed with Warm Showers hosts as I went down the coast. That's amazing. You you used a term during that trip um, called volunteering, and I'm like, whoa, that sounds amazing. Where? How did the volunteering piece come into that? Yeah, so I throughout my life, I've always felt like if I'm going to visit a place, I want to give back to that place, and uh in trips when I'm not cycling, that's that's usually pretty easy to do. I can find some community day to get involved with, or um, I do a lot of volunteering in exchange for housing. But since this was a cycling trip, I knew that cycling was going to be the priority, but I still wanted to give back to the land and the communities that I was traveling through. So my initial thought was that I, I wanted to do some sort of trail conservation work. And so I brought uh, a pair of hiking boots with me and hiking pants and just all the things I thought I would need for that sort of work. And I contacted every state and national park that's along the California coast. Um, and it was too early in the season. Nobody had any volunteer positions at the times when I was going to be cycling through the parks. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work out. And I just continued to search. And I finally found, uh, wound up connecting with a woman who is involved in a community garden project. So I, I um, as my volunteering, I, I stayed with her for a couple of days and got involved in her community in Marina, California. Um, I love it. I love how you're combining service with touring. It is, it is definitely, for me, it's a, it's a part of my life. It's part of my purpose. And so I can totally relate to that. And I really appreciate that that takes extra time and energy. Yeah, and it does, but I also find that it's so worthwhile and just Mm. another way to connect with communities while I'm there and meet local people and really get to know a place that I'm traveling through instead of just going through it straight through. Today's episode is brought to you by BikeFlights.com, the leading bicycle shipping service and bike box supplier for cyclists. You'll enjoy low costs, excellent service, and on-time delivery with every shipment. And you get preferred handling for your high-value bikes, wheels, and gear. As a brand built around a love for the outdoors, they are committed to reducing environmental impact, and every bike flight's shipment is carbon neutral. Join the nearly 1 million cyclists who have used bike flights to ship their bikes, wheels, and gear with confidence since 2009 and see how easy it is to book, manage, and track all of your shipments. Visit bikeflights.com forward slash warm showers today for more information and to book your shipment. Now back to the show. So was your trip down in California the first time that you like traveled with your laptop and worked remotely while you were touring? Yes, on a bicycle, yeah. Um, And how did that work? It was amazing. It actually worked really well. Um, The most memorable, I would say, was when I was 
in the redwood forest and I made a video for my students just kind of reminding them of weekly deadlines while I was hiking through the redwoods. So I would be like, you know, remember uh, the draft for your project is due Wednesday and look at this giant tree. (laughs) I love it. I'm sure they loved that too. Yeah, I think it was a really fun way to interact with my students and get to know them and for them to get to know me in in a different way and also to kind of show them that there's a lot of ways to exist in the world. And, you know, even as a solo female, I can go out and have a cool adventure and it's possible to do that. You were planting seeds. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can just see it now. I mean, if any of my professors or teachers had had been teaching while they were touring, I would be like, "What? Yes. I want to do that." <laughs> you mean I? You mean I can work and do the things I love and be in new places like the redwood forest? Uh, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Um, which is, I'm sure that that tour is when you met Ken Francis. <laughs> Yes. And I also have to give out a shout out to his partner, Kenny, who made an amazing meal. And the two of them were so welcoming. Um, I met Ken. uh, We cycled to his place together and he insisted on doing a little photo shoot of me cycling so that I could have some cool photos, which was great because when you're traveling solo, you don't really get photos of yourself on your bicycle. So to have some action shots going to his house was really nice. Um, yeah, Ken is amazing. He is one of the original board members at warmshowers.org foundation, and he has contributed so much to this organization as a volunteer and as a host, both from the administrative side of what we do in the back end and, and also just the sheer quantity of people that he brings into his home. He is like a host extraordinaire. And I, I love it when, when Ken like swirls <laughs> into our conversations because he makes such an impact. And And for those of you that haven't toured the Pacific Coast Highway or met Ken Francis, if you ever make your way through California, make a stop to see Ken. And alternately, if you ever receive a a request from Ken when he's on tour, I encourage you to just give him some extra, some extra, extra, because he has done a lot to get this organization to where it's at. And we, we miss Ken. He's not on the board anymore, but we miss him. And actually, we still talk about him sometimes. Some of the feedback and advice, I'm sure he he gives you as a as a cyclist he's done the same for the organization so he's always he's always in our vision field <laughs> yeah and i i mean i wasn't originally going to apply to even be on this podcast but he kind of planted that seed in my head of oh maybe maybe i have a story to tell maybe maybe i could do this you do and it is it is really inspiring, especially the volunteer piece and the piece of you planting seeds for others to be able to tour as a, as a solo female, you know, that's, that is sometimes a question that we receive. I mean, not, not as often from, from the role I fill at warm showers, but I'm sure it it circles through a lot of women's minds. So let's talk about that. Have you ever had any worries or fears around touring by yourself? Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I would say when I first started, I, the first time my worries and fears were more bike related, probably the things that were in everyone's head. Um, but I think it's because until before I started bike touring, I had done a lot of traveling and also a lot of hosting travelers um, through couch surfing because I had a Brooklyn apartment. And as much as I always wanted to be a warm showers host, didn't have room for spare bicycles. So, mm-hmm. um, but hosting other travelers and hearing their stories kind of also gave me 
the tools and the mentality to say, yeah, I'm a woman by myself and I think I can, I can do this too. I can go out and, and travel and, you know, be a little independent. And there are moments, of course, as a woman, there are things I have to think about, right? I'm not going to go out by myself at three in the morning in a dark alleyway or something, you know, the same common sense I have to use at home on the road. But I don't think that should stop me from going out. And warm showers in particular, I think really opens doors in a way, because when I'm contacting hosts, I, I know that there's always someone who's going to be looking out for me and waiting for me to arrive. So it gives me a little sense of security as I'm going through my day of, I have a destination at the end, someone who has reviews, who I've read their profile, been in touch with. I already know we have this cycling in common. And if I don't show up, they're going to be worried, right? So if it, it sort of gives me a peace of mind to know that there's a, a support network waiting for me on the other end of my day. Yeah, what an interesting topic. I, I actually never thought about it from the perspective of knowing that once you've made arrangements to stay somewhere, that, that that's a, a security system in, in a way that if you, for whatever reason, didn't show up, that somebody would know that they're expecting you. That's, that's really a fascinating way to look at it. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and I, I've a lot of people have asked me, like, don't you feel scared traveling as a woman? But I, things like warm showers make me less scared. They make me more secure for that reason that someone is waiting for me and watching out for me. Um, whereas I also love staying at campgrounds, but, you know, no one's waiting for me at a campground versus yeah. going to a host. Plus, you don't get dinners like what Kenny provided you. Absolutely. <laughs> <at a> campground. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So what's next? Yeah, so the, for the summer, I'm staying in New York, but then I'm actually going to uh, France to work from France for a while in the Normandy region for seven months. So mm. I, I've already been in contact with someone there who happens to have a bike that they don't need. That So I'm not even going to bring my bike. I'm going to just get a bike while I'm there and hoping to do a lot of the Normandy region cycling and yeah, we'll see what else comes from there. So for those that are listening, Carolyn is going to be in France. Yes. And so when we put whatever social media handles she wants you to follow her on, follow it. And if you have a place in France or have any recommendations, find her. Like slip into her DMs and just say, hey, I heard you on Bike Life. I have some suggestions of where to stay because that's one amazing thing this show does is it introduces people. So many times um, a guest will come back and say, I couldn't believe it. So-and-so listened to the show. And they contacted me and told me about this place to stay and, and made this introduction. So we'll put that out there that yeah. you'll be in France. And if people have suggestions, make sure you give them to Carolyn. Absolutely. And the other way around, I'm, I'm hoping, I don't know where I'll be staying yet, but I'm hoping that for the first time, it will be a place that can have space for extra bicycles and I can open my door. So hopefully. I love it. I love it. You, you're, you're doing amazing work spreading the word just by being yourself, Carolyn. Like you doing your touring, you impacting people in the community and, and your students and coming on the show. You are making an impact. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. So let's, let's give our listeners one final tidbit of advice from you. So if, if any women are listening and they haven't cycle toured by themselves yet, for whatever reason, what is the number one suggestion you would give them to maybe change their mindset or something to consider so they will embark on their first journey? 
Yeah, I would say the way I started was was literally deciding to do one overnight and use warm showers, find a host, do one night and see what it's like to be welcomed into someone else's home and to, you know, have, like I said, to have that person waiting for you who's going to give you route advice. Um, just do one night. It's It's the same as getting on your bike for a day trip. You're just going to be in someone else's place for the end of the day. And yeah, then then just build it from there. When I, when I did my um, Pacific Coast Highway trip, the longest trip I'd done before that was one week. And I decided to just think of it as this is just one week followed by another one week and, and just leave it in those increments and, and kind of thinking of that as like, this is just an overnight followed by another overnight. It's It's the same thing. It's just repeating and your body will adapt as you go. Yeah, like chunks, like smaller bite-sized chunks so it doesn't feel overwhelming. Absolutely. I love it. Awesome. Thank you, Carolyn. It's been such a pleasure to see you again. And best of luck. And please reach out to me when you are settled in France. Let me know how it's going. And if you need any introductions, let me know. Oh, and let's tell listeners where they can find you. Sure. So I do keep a blog of my journeys. So I have a blog at Vibes Voyager, because I'm a vibraphonist, vibesvoyager.wordpress.com. And I'm on Instagram at Carolyn Ventures. Um, And I guess I also have a music Instagram, Carolyn's Vibes. So you can find me on both of those. Let's check out Carolyn's yeah. Vibes. We'll put all the links in the show notes so everyone can follow you and, oh, and, and have sorry, a listen. I'll add one, one more. more. Yes. There's, there's a really cool sort of new initiative called Bike Sleep Bike that is women's cycling stories. So I, I've posted my some of my blog entries on Bike Sleep Bike. Um, so you can find me there as well. I love it. I'll check it out for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. And for those of you listening, don't forget to check out Bike Flights for all of your shipping needs. They have been such an amazing partner and supporter of this podcast for so long, and we're so grateful. They they help you get to different destinations. They will help you with packaging and shipping, and it's so simple. You can go to bikeflights.com forward slash warm showers. And then, of course, we ask you to share this podcast. If you love it, send it to someone who you might think would enjoy it because we know that sharing is caring. So thank you. And thanks again, Carolyn. And thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. And we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Wherever you are listening, please leave us a rating and a review as it helps us reach more cyclists and hosts around the world. Visit us at warmshowers.org to become a part of our community or on Instagram at warmshowers underscore org. If you would like to be a guest on the show or submit a question, please make sure to email us at podcast at warmshowers.org.